Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Here we talk about all things step parenting, blended family, divorce, remarriage, and being a fucking badass. Listen and subscribe to the Trade Up Stepmom podcast. If you have a question you'd like to ask or a topic you'd like to hear about, please email me at thetradeupstepmom at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram as the trade up underscore stepmom podcast or on Facebook as the trade up stepmom. Hey. Hey. I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun. I know. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yes. Oh my gosh. So tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Cassie Barger and JJ is here as well. Oh, hi. <laughs> we are um, at Love the Bargers. You can find us on Instagram. <laughs> we are, let's see, about myself. I am a bonus mom, a step mom, adoptive mom, cool mom, uh, all the moms <laughs> that you want to say. That's what we are. But we um, are mostly adoptive advocates on Instagram, but we are all the things. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, well, you, you're very familiar with our situation, and, you know, outside of this as friends. So yeah. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about yours and JJ's situation and um, what that looks like for you. Yeah, because I have no idea. <laughs> JJ's like, I, hey, what's going on? <laughs> um, so JJ and I met, I guess we'll just start from there. So JJ and I met um, back in 2017 through a blind date. And we, um, I don't know. Like, we just kind of hit it off, and we were married by the next year. He had um, been divorced. Uh, he was divorced that March. Yeah, I've been separated for about six months, divorced for the, – the, the divorce was finalized that March. We met that June. Yeah, we met that June. I was actually dating somebody at the time, and <laughs> I broke it off with him and then ended up dating J.J., but um, we just kind of hit it off, and, and that's what it was. He has um, two kids. They're ours now. They're not just his. Um, from his previous marriage, um, a 15-year-old and a 11-year-old. And I feel really old <laughs> now saying that out loud. And then we have an hours, our little boy. He is a year and a half, almost two um, but we adopted him. And the fun part about it is that all three kids are actually adopted. Um, and that was something that we like talked about before we got married was that we knew we wanted to adopt together. Um, and we had talked about it. We had talked about kids and, and everything before that. So yeah, we live in Utah and we, our situation is we currently have, um, the eldest living with us full time and our um, daughter is in another state um, separately from us because of the situation that we're in. Um, it sounds bad, but it's because the kids, um, oh my gosh, three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. So three years ago, 
um, there's a situation with the eldest and his mom. It's my husband's ex-wife. And um, a dude ended up coming down and um, living with us. And we had only been married. I don't even know. Like, So he came three years ago. That was 2020. Yeah, he came down during right before COVID happened. Yeah. He, he ended like heavy in 2020 yeah 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 he came in that january and then by march he had just started sixth grade and so he um ended up going to school for a minute and then ended up being at home with us the whole time and so we were all kind of stuck we wanted our daughter to come down but um the mom basically refused for that to happen um Originally, they both were supposed to come down, but it ended up that she did not want that to happen, <laughs> and she uh, had put in place that um, Andy had to um, do a few things off of her checklist for him to be able to have his sister come live with us, and it wasn't because of us doing anything. It's because she said that he had some issues, and you have to understand um, him is that he has ADD and ADHD, or that's the same thing, but he has um, oppositional defiance disorder ADD. and ADD. Uh huh. And so he did have some issues, but once he came down, which was really interesting to us, and he has a lot of feelings and a lot of anger towards his mom, and we've tried to explain, you know. I've tried to explain as the stepmom, hey, look, you need to try to have a relationship with him. And she has tried, but it's not the same when she doesn't come down from where she is to have a relationship. She thinks that, like, having him come once and forcing him to come is going to make a relationship with him. And she's put, she's put on him, too. She's yeah. Put, she, she, um, yeah, she's, she's, she's basically said that he needs to make the effort to have a relationship. And he does, but there's not a lot of reciprocation. Right. Right. It uh, takes two people to have a working right. relationship. Right. Always well, hotels. Right, exactly. Well, it's really difficult because he's a child. And you can't put that much on a child to, like, that much expectation on a child. And right. he has, and it's not fair to him. And so... We just have kind of been, like, supportive in whatever he wants to do. It's come to a point where we don't, like, we can't tie him up and force him to go and visit, right? Like, that's what she kind of expected for a long time. And we're like, we're not going to do that to him. Like, he's old enough and strong enough. Like, that's not, you know, something we're going to do. And so. Where does, um, where does she live? She lives in Idaho. <laughs> She lives up in Idaho, in eastern Idaho, um, and we, and we've gone up there, I don't even know, I can't even count how many times we've been up there, and she's been down here three times in the last three years. No, the last, because we've been together almost six years this year, mm -hmm. so in the last six years, she's been here three times, and we've been up there. So our situation, we had to go back to court, because we were trying to fight to get um, our daughter to come live with us and she was claiming that um, our eldest was um, living with her so she was claiming child support from 
this like from us and so we were paying for child support for almost a year and so double child support when he was here the whole time and so we had to go to court with ORS and say hey he's legally with us and the system here in Utah is really really screwy because they don't really care as long as they get their money it feels like that's most states sorry to tell you yeah, and it's really frustrating, and it's it's really interesting because it's not a, it's a mom right state, and they say, oh no, we're not. Yeah, they are because um, it was really funny one time JJ put in the calculator like that they made the exact same amount of money, and they both had a kid, and it still showed him owing child support on yeah. the calculator, and we're like, that's so messed up, and anyway, so we really want to get some laws changed. We're gonna. We're going to change. We're going to get some representatives, I think. Hopefully. Well, happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of forgot to mention that we're recording this on Mother's Day. A mother's work yeah. never ends. It Even really is. Not being a mother. <laughs> yeah, never. Like, it never stops. Like, ever. Even when we're just a woman. Or even when yeah. uh, you see your kid three times in six years, it's fine. Yeah, I know. It just is so frustrating. We... We did encourage him to text her and say, hey, happy Mother's Day. And he did it begrudgingly, unfortunately. And I want, I mean, we want him to have a relationship with her, but he also just is a kid and wants things. And so it's difficult to be like, hey, have a relationship with her, but also don't ask for everything because that's not how a relationship works. And so, you know. Well, they, anyway. they don't generally get it until they're like 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our oldest, our yeah. oldest is going on twenty-two, and he's he's pretty. Hey, Dad, how do I do this adulting thing? Like, just a weird little specific thing. Like, mm-hmm. how do I check the tire pressure in my car? I'm like, dude, you grew up in the generation that had Google from <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Like, oh my gosh. But we we, we indulge in it because you were born before Google. <laughs> we, we indulge in it because uh, it could just be a reason to call. You know, why not? Yeah, Rather, of course. Of course. Because I'll answer him like, dude, Google it. And he'll be like, yeah, I know, but like, you know. Yesterday, how, I was. How should, yeah. uh, so how was your day? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you can. Yeah, you and that's what that. parents that's always allowed. do, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's always something. And she does try. I know she does try. And she does try to have a relationship. But also, you, like, I know you guys put forth the effort of going into where they are and seeing them. And they don't do that. Like, they don't come down here. And I've said, like... Well, in fact, they've come down here before and specifically. And, like, oh, you can't see your daughter because... You know, well, they, out, they, they came down a couple times last year and didn't even tell. Yeah, they didn't tell us that they were here. Didn't tell him, didn't tell him. Yeah, they didn't tell him. And I'm like, you were literally in the same state and you didn't like reach out. Like, we we would have gone and taken him there. Like, we're always like, yeah, of course, like you can have him or you, you know, you can see him or whatever, you text him or whatever. And they always say, or she always says that I say they because she's remarried, but she always says that we are the ones that are, you know, gaslighting or the narcissist or whatever and well, yeah that's that's, that's how gaslighting works right yeah. right we know that <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like yeah whatever so i mean the biggest thing for us that has helped i think in me dealing with this whole situation is 
therapy. <laughs> therapy is something I never thought I'd have to do after I got married because of my husband's ex-wife, but that's something that I've had to do and that's helped a lot. And it's opened my mind and perspective to things and reaching out to people like Jenna and being able to figure things out. And Well, it, it, I think it, it also helps to know not just therapy and, you know, um, not just therapy as a, a source, but other moms, like you said, Jenna, who are yeah. going, have gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, what you've probably gotten out of therapy is you probably forgot that you were not alone and you're not crazy. Because yeah. In, yes. Immersed in it so long, you yeah. actually forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that day that I messaged you on Marco Polo mm-hmm. and I was like, am I being a bitch? Am I being crazy? Or am I just <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're not crazy. <laughs> like you are indeed, you're fine. Like that's but, exa- I would have the same response. But yeah. when you're in it, you forget that because you're yeah. so in it. You're just trying to, to, figure out the situation and come to a resolution, you forget that you're probably not the crazy one. Yes, that is exactly right. You guys, it's, it got so bad. So, um, it got so bad that my Apple watch was going off saying I was going to have a heart attack if I didn't calm down. Like that's how much she frustrated me with situations that she would do. That was the moment when communication changed. Yeah. We had to change communication. (laughs) Just stay okay. Yeah. 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 That's what we do. And I'm like, okay. So I just have JJ say, I just talk to him. I have him talk to her because I just can't because I know I, like you said, like you think you're not logical and that you don't, like you don't know, but you do like you're smart and you know, these things are right that you're saying, but you feel like you're taking crazy pills. Yeah. I'm like, wait, am I right? Am I crazy? No, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Like seriously. So yeah, you're exactly right. That's what really what it felt like for a long time. And it was funny because when you first like, I think when you're first dating somebody that has kids, you don't really. So my parents were divorced and I always was like, I am never going to marry somebody with kids. Like that is just something I'm not going to do. And here we are. (laughs) 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 But like, you just don't think that's, you know, the possibility you dream of this like life that you're going to marry somebody and have kids and whatever. But our life is the total opposite of all of that. Like we just, we didn't have kids traditionally at all. And, and we love it, like, regardless of how our family was made, like, we love every moment of it. And the advice I would definitely give to moms that are women that are dating somebody is give it time and be patient and let them communicate. Like, but also, um, not to be a negative Nelly, do trust your instincts. Yes. No matter trust what. Your- yeah, trust your heart and your gut for sure. And, I mean and your that, mind, because you're not crazy. I mean, that, I mean that more about the ex of the person you're dating than the person yes. in this situation. Yes. First you got if you think that broad's crazy, she's probably crazy. Oh <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, be the first time that I met her, we had met up in um Malad and because that's like the that's the designated for every single divorcee is Malad, Idaho to meet up from down here. Yeah. And County. <laughs> yeah, Malad County. Yep. And so we had met up and I had never met her. I got out of the car and the kids knew who I was. And we were talking about a situation with a car and how she needed to quit claim it over to herself. And I, I told JJ this before because I was working for a collection agency at the time. And I'm not anymore, but I knew the laws and rules because Utah's con- Utah and Idaho are considered sister s- states. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, you need to do this, you know, this process with it. And 
she she looked at me and she just like grinned and bared it and then she pulled JJ away and I kind of got in the car and she's like don't you ever let her talk to me ever like that again and he's like what well, I said I said first of all I don't let her do anything she's, <laughs> I'm not gonna say no she can't talk to you that way like yeah, I owe you nothing and and I'm not gonna tell her what to say or what not to say mm-hmm. so yeah. but yeah that's that was our first meeting so and i was yeah. like from that moment on i was like yeah she'd be crazy like she's she is what she is and i don't ever want to talk bad about people but she's just bless her heart yeah bless yeah. her precious heart yeah. i just our family's in georgia so we yeah. <laughs> use a lot of southern terms <laughs> but... I, I was stationed in the south a lot i'm very familiar yeah. yeah, yeah. So really, just bless her heart, like bless your heart. <laughs> and it really, it really pisses me off though because she's always like, "I love and respect you," and I'm like, "Bull crap!" <laughs> like if you, that's the worst thing. <laughs> I'm like, if you really did, you wouldn't be doing the things that you're doing, and you would try to communicate instead of like doing what you're doing, and your kids would be together instead of separate. Like this wouldn't be a thing, and we wouldn't have to have the situation that we have. Like if you loved or respected anybody in this situation. Like you yeah. can't be saying any of that, and it oh, it just gets under my skin. Yeah, if you came to town, it. you would have told us if you loved me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you but like, fit, but you went to a Sonic instead. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my biggest thing too is like, why don't you love and respect your son enough to like try to have a relationship with him or like try to make sure your kids are together? And she's it really bothers me too because she's a stepmom too, but she's pushed her stepdaughter excuse me and my um our daughter to be like oh they're sisters they have to be together and we're like what about her brothers here like her actual like biological because after adoption they're biological right with whoever like they were they together they're yeah they were raised together right they're siblings and even even um bubby's the same way like we adopted him and he's her brother like if it was between and JJ and I having him, like, biologically, like, he would be her brother. And stepsister, like, I think step-siblings should be able to see their everybody. Like, I'm fine with that. But don't push, that, like, the step-sibling is more of a sibling than their yeah. actual biological siblings. You know what I mean? Like, they only get to see her once a month. That's our situation. So we get her once a month on the weekends and every other – every two weeks in the summer. That's our – that's our the whole situation. So we need to go back to court and try to fight it. But it's really difficult because they were telling us, like, because she just won't budge on anything. Like, we try to be like, hey, well, let's have her this year. And then, you know, we'll see where it's at. Or if she can decide at a certain age. And she's like, no, no, no. Everything's no. And it's just, there's no communication. There's no understanding. There's no, like. I like that's how ours started with with Cam. Yeah. With her, just always no, no, oh, no. It was always no, and these are my kids. Right. Like, in the in the beginning, I couldn't. Well, in the very beginning, we had them all the time. Mm-hmm. She would take them, like, overnight and bring them back the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then. Cause the house. <laughs> right. Because she lived, you know, an hour and a half away with her boyfriend and his roommates. Later, bitch. Oh, um, my gosh. But yeah. then it. It was so like once we got married is when she became oh, it was high conflict. 100% combat. It yeah. was 
And like, she was looking for a new daycare and I'm like, can we find something that's convenient for both of us? Yeah. Nope. Like we had to go somewhere that was 30 minutes from her house and an hour and 15 from ours. Like, why could we not have some middle ground there? Right. Um, I couldn't cut their hair or. So I did. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it w- it was everything. Yeah. I mean, we've had that too where, like, we were like, don't cut her hair because her hair was down to her butt. And then, like, the next weekend, it was to her chin. And I'm like, dude, she looks like Dora the Explorer. Like, why did she cut her hair? Oh, so- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> just like, come on. But, like, was it, was it a, a legal thing that she said you couldn't cut her hair? Or was it just like, no, it fight? was just her being oh, a nasty just being person. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking next Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term. Her just being herself. <laughs> That's so frustrating. That's so so frustrating. I don't understand. With... Bless her heart. Yeah, yeah. Bless her heart. Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand how with any any divorce that has you know children involved, how people just can't be logical, and how so many of the women are exactly like that. Just like have to have their way and they're right with everything and. We're not the only ones that are experiencing this, like you and us. Like, we know, you know, so many other people, too. They're going through the same thing, obviously, with your podcast. But I just, like, people just need to be kind. Like, come on. Like, be logical. Like, is this really going to help your kids in the end? Is this really going to help them be a better person? Something that I learned in therapy was, like, this isn't about you. This is about the kids. And, like, how are their reactions? And how are they going to see you and what think of you later? Like, it's not going to help you know, you, it's gonna, you know, you want to help gonna them. It's going to help us moms. <laughs> yeah. Us yeah. You, gotta, you gotta remember too, the ones that did the dirt or the ones that caused the most grief or the most hurt, harm and, and uh, you know, divide in a relationship, they're usually the ones that are the most combative. Right, they're, exactly. They're yeah. they, they can't look in a mirror, you're their mirror and they hate what they see, right. so they're taking it on right. you. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And it's really frustrating. And it's so frustrating because she'll say one thing in person and then over text message, she'll send like these like page long messages and then be like, well, this is what, you know, you did and did it. And we're like, no, that's not at all what happened, but you're putting it in text so that you can try to use it later in life. Like, right. That's why we record shit now. The what? Record it. Oh yeah. Put it in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we need to do. So, oh, but I caught that. So, yeah, my brother does that with his ex girlfriend because of his situation. But he was a trash dude. Yeah, it makes me so mad like that people just can't be human and be kind. And I mean, I guess they are being human because human people are jerks, but (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, I I think it was a soccer game of Zoe's um Cammy was actually being very pleasant Super with cordial. me yeah. yes like and normally she was past week too. yeah normally she'll like anytime I'm like go Zoe then she's like go Zoe you know like yeah. oh that's the exact that same was thing, right oh my gosh that was at sissy's dance recital mm-hmm. like I had we just went to her dance recital you guys did you know they're two hours long oh did not gosh. know that <laughs> oh, they're, was... they're forever long I knew that <laughs> after you told me I, was like, I know oh. you told me and I was like Jenna <laughs> it was so funny but I was like we went in and it was really difficult because Bubby was there with us and 
you know, one and a half year old doesn't really sit well. <laughs> during they, that. they will not sit well for two hours. Yeah. So we had to take him out in the hall, but we went and saw her stuff. And, and at the end, I was like, I like shouted, I'm like, Sissy, you know, go. And then I hear her like shouting and I was just like, okay. ah. it's always the same thing. Like anything I do. And it's usually like something I do originally. She copies everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, right. We bought the kids new beds, and so two weeks later, she got the new beds up there. And... Or she's like certain <laughs> shoes, and she has them there. Like, and I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Like, it sounds like I care because I'm saying that, but like, I really don't care. But like, be original too. Like, say things. Like, like think of it yourself. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't know how to be here. She doesn't know who she is. She's she never figured out who she was. She has no idea how to adult or how to to be a, a genuine person. She's just mimicking. Exactly. Yeah, Without and that's a mimic, lot. All she has is anger. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's exactly right. And it's really frustrating. I, I don't know. And I'm hoping that someday it'll go in a better light. And people, I mean, she needs to go to therapy herself, and so does her husband. And I think Sissy's in therapy, but that well, I don't think they'll ever go to therapy. Like we've been in therapy because of this whole situation, and. You learn a lot. I'm not saying I'm perfect or JJ's perfect in any way. Like, we have our things. <laughs> I know you say I'm perfect, but I'm not. He always calls me Mary Poppins, and I'm like, I'm not Mary Poppins. <laughs> I think Jen is perfect. She keeps me from doing crime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we just. You I'm know. such a good influence. <laughs> I'm not in jail. That's... <laughs> you've got to be pretty good. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, do you guys sit next to her at at events? No, No. uh uh. No, it's just, it's just awkward. She'll, she'll, it's about appearances for her. So, she'll, if she knows we're going up to a thing, she'll invite us to be like, she'll invite us to stay at their house. She'll be like, Mm. Are you here yet? We saved you some seats, which is nice of her to do, but we're not going to do that either. Like, front though. Right. Exactly. No nope, right. front. Like, everything she does is always in front of people, like the front. Like it's in front of people, and then she's super nasty to us, like outside of that. Like, why can't you just be bold? Yeah. I like, know she can't, but just like I mean, we're so we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and we wanted Sissy oh, to do be I need baptized. To fuck them? Oh, stop! I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not doing it for fun. No, I talked. I talked to Cassie all the time. I'm like, shoot, I forget you have little ears there. <laughs> yeah, oh. we have little ears. I'm, I'm um, not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, disrespect your your faith or anything like that. As no, long as... no, 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 you're, you're fine. You're, you're totally fine. We. I'm gonna be me though. Yeah, absolutely. That's understandable, and we're. I. That's why Jen and I are friends because we can be. We, we're not judgmental in any way. I promise. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, so she wanted her to be you're baptized. Insane. And, and we were like, well, she, we, we really feel like it's a choice if a child chooses if they want to be baptized in the church or not. And we fully believe that they need to understand what they're choosing. And it, for her, it was like, nope, she needs it done now. She needs it done now. And we're like, no, it's a whole long thing. And hold on. Can I, can I ask, um, is, is, uh, she also LDS? I honestly don't. She was. I don't honestly know if she is anymore or not, so she's, I can't answer that. She's not practicing. According to the kids, she's not practicing anymore. Yeah. So that's also <laughs> – so that sounds like it's also for show then. 
Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they we ask if they go to church, and and Sissy's like, well, no, we went to dinner and fishing instead, and we're like, well, at least you got to do something together. Like, and it just bothers us because it was all a show, right? Like, she we had to talk to people and be like, if she's you know baptized, we would like it down down here, and you know, with people that she can or talk to about LB. it. Sorry. Right, and it's just with her family. Her dad's really um, big in the church and and mm-hmm. has his own ideas and practices. But um, oh. Oh, we no. just um, no, it's not that. It's not no, no. I, I don't mean anything <laughs> dark and weird and dirty. I, I mean th- this one. Okay, so this is JJ's ex, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was never married before, so yeah. So she. Um, she pretends a lot and her dad is big and he's a he's some sort of big deal in the LDS church well, where they're at well, he so was a bishop at one time and like he's for their, for their community for the, for for that area of Idaho his he, his family name is well known yeah mm-hmm. um, like stake president he's the dude like their whole a, family is yeah. Kind of a, yeah and yeah. I mean that area of Idaho is so small. Everybody knows everybody's business, yeah. and everybody. And has there's to... a lot of LDS there, so. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why we're being very careful about what we say that way too, because we're just like we're not trying to like degrade anybody, but it's just how the situation, how it is, and right. she put it's on your... a show. She put on a show because after that, she never. I mean, she's gone to probably maybe they go to church. I don't know, but Livy. I mean, as long as far as we know, she doesn't. They don't go, yeah. but it so was all for did, a show. So did uh, I, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, girl in Idaho, boy lives with them. So yeah. the girl did she end up getting baptized and she do the did. whole show? So she ended up being baptized in Idaho, and it was a whole thing. And they asked me to you know participate, and I she's like, well, we can plan a party together, and that was really nice of her. But I was like, no, this is your thing. You can do it. Like I, you're the mom. Like. I'm her mom too, but I'm like, you're her mom. You should get to do this for her. Like, I'm not trying to take away any of that with you. And you're the one that wants to put this on so you can do it. Like, and you handled that really well. The whole, just like everything else with, with my ex, it was a fight just to, to figure out when and where uh, our daughter was going to be baptized. And it was, and we got up there and it was a big show for her family to, I hadn't talked to my ex-father-in-law in five years. And he comes up to me, comes up to me, and tries to me, uh, give me a big hug and shake my hand and and have conversations and with me. Talk to his parents, and, and they were rude to his parents before that. Yeah, like, they, it was a whole thing. It, and it was so it was all about appearances. It was all about looking good for everybody else around him. And I, it just it well, was it's because just, the family name is very big in that area. Right. Right. right exactly, exactly. 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 So we're just kind of like, okay, well, whatever. But when we were walking out. They they shouted to okay. They, her husband tried giving me a hug, and I like was like, uh uh-uh, uh, don't touch me. I was like, step away, and I physically put my hand up, and I was like, don't you touch me. <laughs> I was like, we're not friends, and they were like, well, we try to be friends, and we try to communicate with everybody around, and we try to communicate, and JJ just doesn't communicate, and we're like, well, that was all about because we wanted to take Liv out. Yeah, we got asked like a week beforehand and never heard anything. Yeah, and like, well, we have a party going on at the house afterwards. And we're like, and we tried getting her the night before and she wouldn't allow it. And she's like, you should have communicated with us before that. And like, we did. We, you knew we were coming to Idaho to visit for this specific thing, but you're not letting us take our daughter who we barely see to go do anything. 
And so, no, we're not going to communicate with you when you're telling us all these things. Like, that's not how it works. What's, what frustrates what frustrates my ex is that I don't give her, I only give give her the information that she needs. Like, 97% of the stuff that she asks about is not her business. Yeah, she asks details. She always asks for details or, like, asks in a way that so it's detailed. Or she'll have the kids ask, like, what we're doing or especially oh, no. Sissy, like. We're well-versed in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you guys. I mean, like you guys know. So I, I just don't answer most of the questions. I don't answer, and I think then you asking, like, what hotel are you staying at? Where are you going to take her? And I was like, we're going to take her. To How long are you going to have her? Which is fine. Like, but at the same time, we're not going to take her back to Utah. We're like, we're not criminals. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I just I just don't give her information that she doesn't need because that opens up <laughs> the the way I protect myself against from her is that I just don't have conversation talk to her the more conversations you have the more it gives her a chance to just try and tell her story which is all lies right her story mm-hmm. is that i cheated and that yeah that, I that we cheated and... together on her that's her story and we're like no i was dating somebody before i even met jj and, well, and that i was abusive and yeah all these things <laughs> oh like... yeah tj <laughs> Too, apparently i'm like oh really the man that's like he's raised his voice to me maybe twice ever <laughs> i know right exactly and i tell people i'm like do you think i would allow him to be abusive to me like if you know me with my latin flair that's not gonna happen like, yeah like yeah. no <laughs> um so fun story about a bio mom thing so the reason that TJ and Cammy are no longer married is because he found out about an affair. Well, then oh, it spiraled and there were a few. He's not sorry. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, it was a couple years ago. Um, she wished her now husband happy eighth anniversary on her Facebook. Seven years after we were divorced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh my god, how stupid are you? (laughs) We had, (laughs) yeah, we had something similar with them happen, but I'm not. (laughs) It was interesting. We're like, oh, okay, that makes total sense. We could do the math. So she was, (laughs) yeah, she was with a guy in Montana. She's taking the kids up to to live in Montana with the to because she was engaged with to some dude, and that that ended up falling apart, but. The math was that there were about three months. Of, the, the way she, what she said is that she's like, we can't really announce publicly that we're engaged until um, he, the guy that her now husband, gets divorced. And also, we have to time it so no one knows. Like, she actually said, kind of like, we have to time it so nobody really knows what actually happened. Like, and we're like, like oh, but if so- you do the math, <laughs> then that's not going to work out. Then everyone knows. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. What did TJ say? He said everybody knew anyways. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, like people are smart. They can figure it out, which like, I don't care. Like her business is hers. Whatever, like whatever she does, whatever is her business that way. Like, I don't care. And it's just with the kids, like anything has to do with the kids, like we'd like to know. But like you were talking, like we were talking about with like, information and stuff like I wish like it needs to be known that like stepmoms are moms like we are not just 
like the stepmom we or a bonus mom we are the moms as well we do all the hard work we do like we take care of sick kids like i mean taking care of sick kids and being sick at the same time is the worst like (laughs) (laughs) like joke it's like the worst trick anybody's ever done on a mom like oh here have this cute baby by the way if you're sick it's gonna be like death taking care of your kids too like the worst joke. <laughs> I, I think. I think. Uh, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. So, oh, so uh, like a, a a mom who has kids with her husband is also a stepmom. I think that's an even harder role because they have to, as we've kind of proven and discussed, they have this other crazy relationship that they have to manage, and they have to, um, first of all, they have to navigate it when they first start dating. Right, and then after they get married, it's an even more complex situation they have to navigate, and they have to keep this crazy person. They have to take all the heat. Cassie's taken all the heat from my ex. 100%. They have to take a hundred percent of from the ex. And and because uh, it's all our fault. Everything's our yeah. fault. We and, sneeze the wrong way, and it's our fault. Right, and yeah. and and so it, it takes an emotional and physical toll. So take that. Add to the fact that you have to kind of blend in bonus kids or stepkids and it's just a a stepmom who has kids as well as stepkids i think it's just a a much a much more difficult role that no one really focuses on they just focus on being a mom but that's i I don't know maybe there's so much more no you're right babe like there's so much more to it and like it was interesting because, like, I every something I have a really difficult time with is that people say, "Well, you chose this. <laughs> you oh, yeah. chose this is a life right. you chose." I knew she was going to be high conflict, I and knew I chose yeah. that. Yeah, it, exactly. Like that just makes me so angry. And like, I didn't know that I was going to end up having like this whole crazy life outside of that whole thing. Like, I yes, I knew I was going to be a stepmom, and I love my and they're my kids like I don't say that they're, they're my stepkids usually I just say they're my kids they're my kids they've been my kids since I first met them like walking down the hill towards the condo like I can visualize that moment I'm like yep that's gonna be my life right there and I knew from that moment on like this was gonna happen and so when people say that it just really hurts and it's just like no like you don't understand you don't understand the the monstrosity of what dealing with an ex spouse has to do with and it's i know i know that there's some people that have relationships with their husband's ex spouse and that's fine like great for them but i think that's all crap changes <laughs> like it's all crap jj but, doesn't know about summer then <laughs> yeah no uh, he doesn't we but have like, both that's how that's how we know what you're saying is the absolute truth yeah okay. yeah that's, that's and i'm just like and i wish you guys i wish so deeply that i could be friends with her but i just can't it's gotten to the point where i've had to block her on my phone just because like her texting like we were all in a group message and i had to leave that because she told me i was harassing her and i was like that's not harassment that's telling you the truth have a great day like i was just done and it, it just has to bring me peace you know to have that and I wish we could have a relationship. I do. I wish we could just be like, hey, do you want the kids this weekend? Sure, we'll take them. Hey, do you want, can we take them to go do this? Yeah, sure. Like, I wish for that. But that just isn't possible with this situation. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're my kids. 
through and through. And what I was going to say as well is that we, so we adopted Bubby a year and a half ago and we, we started the adoption process in, I don't remember when it was 2021. No, we, he was born in 21. So in 2020, we started it mm-hmm. and we knew it would be difficult because of COVID. And so it was that kind of at the end of the year, I was like, hey, let's just see if we can get this going on social media and whatever. And then we connected with a, a birth mom that way. And, and that's a whole other story for another time. But um, we, a lot of people are like, well, you guys already have kids. How's that going to work? Like your kids are going to be so like far apart in age. And we're like, so? <laughs> I'm like, if I had a child, if I had him myself, like, it'd be the same thing. Like, he's, you know, he's ours. And, and that's actually a, a great thing because it has yeah. changed our oldest. Like, he. Oh, completely. He worships his little brother. And if we say, we tell him, listen, he watches you. He he watches what you do and you are influenced your actions. He's learning from you. You were teaching yeah. Yeah. yeah he, and he's noticing now too because Bubby will do something. He's like, wait a second, when did he learn that? I'm like, I told you. He's a smart <laughs> kid. Like he knows how to get things off the counter and open drawers and dance on the table. And like he's just this active little boy that watches everything we do and takes in everything. And he oh, Bubby adores his sis his sister too. Yeah, he like, does. Like he adores he both of them. Right. Whenever we FaceTime with her, he brightens up. It's so like fun. he just it's just the cutest thing and so like if people are ever wondering like is it should I adopt or you know should we put a step family and blend them together absolutely like do it like the age difference is it doesn't matter age difference does not matter my sister gives me crap because I'll (laughs) Bobby will graduate uh and I will be 57 yeah I'd give you crap too (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what? You know what, dude? I, and, and, in a yeah, good way, though, I'd give you crap in a yeah. good way. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and I think about it, I'm like, dude, that's kind of old. But also, <laughs> like, I I don't think I'd trade it just because, just because he has, uh, he has a, a role model, fourteen years older than him that he gets to spend most of his days with, right? Well, and we tell him too, we're like, dude, you get to do a lot of the fun things that we don't really want to do because, you know, we're old. <laughs> Not really. Because I'm only 37, but like, like you'll get to do all the fun things that we probably don't want to go do. You'll get to do with him. So you're just like, you have the best spot because you just get to play all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's different too when they get older because um, Jaden was 13 when I met TJ and mm-hmm. Ryan was two. Yeah. So now when Jaden comes home, like he can drive, he can take our cars or whatever. So he takes mm-hmm. the kids with Yeah, he takes them out and they go shopping because he's got a job and money. We usually give him some money too. Yeah, you know, he can take them and do that. And now your kids are going to get to do that when. But he asked for it when they're still cool. Let me take a so let's go do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my half siblings are the same way. My half sister, I think, is eight years older than me, and we used to do things like that all the time. Like we are super close because I just love both my sisters and brother that are older than me like they are amazing and wonderful people and they have they have a a half sister too so it's just we all get along it's just a party and that's what i i want i want them to all be that way and it's really difficult with sis being up in idaho and being so far from us 
And I understand, like, she, one time I told her, the mom, I told the mom, I was like, look, we, or we had had a conversation about, you know, them coming down before Andy had come down to live with us. And um, we were in her apartment and we were like, look, you don't really have time. You're, you know, you have this really high, you know, time involved job and you need to be at other places and I'm at home and we can take them and you can see them on the weekends if you want or whenever you want. We're trying to, you know, explain to her how our lives could be. And, and I was like, I don't want to say this in a rude way, but you're a part-time parent. I was like, you're not there full time. To her, her response was, her response was, I'm damn good at my job. It wasn't, it wasn't defending her, her, her children. It was, it was her, defending her job. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't defending her. And her I was like, uh, that's <laughs> not how that. That's works. how. You, so we're taking them, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. right. But like, how do you prove that in court, kind of thing? Like, you can't. And so I was just like, okay, whatever. And so her her thing has always been, well, I'm. I'm just really good at my job. Look, I now I currently work as well. And I'm like, I get it. Like I I get how difficult it is to work and have kids and whatever, but I still put my kids first. And she's <laughs> gone from nine AM until, you know, six or seven PM and her husband doesn't get home until six PM and so Sissy goes with cousins instead. And I'm like, but she could be with her brothers at home with kids her own age playing in our neighborhood. Like she could be here, and then you could see her when you're able to put the time into it. But instead, she gets to sit at home, and her parents are at work. Like, that's just not fair for a kid, right? And she doesn't have anybody really her own age. She ends up um, playing with kids that are a lot younger than her. Her stepsister, who's her stepsister's six or seven, I think. Something like that. I'm not sure. But it's just really difficult because she's – because she's been become an only child, like, she just – is behind socially now she just isn't getting you know to where she needs to be and andy's thriving with with everything because we work with him on stuff and make sure he has that social and she was doing dance and so that's gotten a little better but she's behind in school still with some things because she doesn't her mom works with her for a minute and then just gets tired of it and is over it you know so that's too bad yeah it's it's really frustrating. Like she, I mean, this is, should be in sixth grade next year. And she's at probably a second or third grade reading level. And I'm like, come on, like, just work with her, please. Like do these things. And they just don't. Yeah. She could, I mean, she could, and I just am not aware with it, but it would also show right. in yeah. the progress of a child. Plus, Sissy said, because she doesn't like she said oh we stopped doing that oh we stopped doing that and i'm like well why like sight where she was like oh we stopped doing that i'm like why and i'm like didn't your teacher want you to do that she goes my mom didn't want to do it anymore we're like Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah um we went through that with ryan he was a little bit behind in his reading Mm -hmm. so we really focused on like trying to get him caught up Mm -hmm. so we started you know, like making him read every night for 30 minutes. Um, sometimes we made him read out loud to us and, um, you know, we made it a regular thing and now we still do that. Um, right. sometimes we let it slide like on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of his teachers told me once I said something, you know, very casually about like, Oh, we're the, we're the mean ones or. Right. Oh, you'd be amazed what I hear 
And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, kids, you know, say a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. She goes, I know that that you make Ryan read before he watches TV. (laughs) And I was like, yes. (laughs) Like, thank goodness. Because, yeah. yeah. But my point in saying that is it it helped him progress much faster. And he's caught up. He's on track. Right. And you can see the progress in it. Right. Yeah. And that's the difference is that when you're working with a child, you can see the progress in something. And it's really heartbreaking because the last couple of times we've seen her, we're just like, she's just not happy. She just her her bubbly spirit is just kind of dimmed and it's not there. And she just I mean, I'm not saying that they don't try the best they can up there and do what they can. Um, JJ stepped away to go check on Sawyer um, as well. But um we you can just tell you know with a kid like if their light isn't there like you just know something's going on and we're just put in the dark with everything like it's just really frustrating that way so yeah and you can see it in their in their eyes when they're truly happy about something yeah they just and she used to like want to talk to us about everything well when we get to talk to her when she has her ipad that she has right given and monitored, which is fine that it's monitored, but, like, monitored that we can't talk to her is ridiculous. Um, like, we get to talk to her once in a while, but I'll try calling, and they supposedly have a landline that works. It doesn't work most of the time, or it's gone to somebody else. I don't know what's up with that, but, like, we just aren't able to talk to her, and we're supposed to – legally, we're supposed to talk to them – on talk to her on Sundays and Wednesdays, and we don't. And they make sure that they're gone on Wednesdays to pick up her stepsister or do whatever with their stepsister. So she sees her stepsister more than her brothers. And so we're just like, I don't – I don't know. And there's no progress in other things. And, yeah. So it's frustrating, but – it is <laughs> what it is with her. Hopefully we'll be able to to see her more often here and and have a better relationship. I just worry I worried that and even you know the eldest has said I dismiss her because I want to have a relationship with her and I only have you know a few years left in school and then I'm gone like she's just not going to be around and I'm like yeah, I know. It's really frustrating that way. So hopefully she'll come around within the next couple of years and start seeing more and it'll help, you know, with the summer schedule. Yeah. Summer's the best. It really is. We, we hope to, I mean, she's not supposed to, so legally she can't follow me on social media because she stalks me typically on social media. She'll, I mean, (laughs) my kids, they tell us, what she's doing obviously but she's not really allowed to stalk me or look at our stuff on social media at all and so she'll find out I know through the grapevine and listen to your podcast but um oh well I lost my train of thought but she'll um she'll see this someday and I'm just like okay well we did our best (laughs) so well We can keep this tip top secret, but, or we could just say hi, <laughs> because I, I found out recently that Cammie knows about the podcast and yeah. all she told the kids was that, um, that we called them brats. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Wow. That's but I also all. told them, I was like, I was like, yeah, we call you brats because all kids are brats. 
doesn't yeah. mean we don't love you. <laughs> yeah, like you, you're every kid can be a brat. Like mm-hmm. it just that's just how they are. But you also know that like doesn't change how much you love them or what you do for them. Right. Especially with that mom, like you do everything for them, and doesn't change how you love them. Like they can, like every mother has a child or experienced a child or every human right has ever experienced a child that's just is just so ornery or mean like doesn't mean you don't love them anymore right yeah and it's kind of the same like you know you've got your son and then you've got your stepkids and Mm -hmm. like yeah the love might be a little different but it's not any less or any more it is different but it's not any less or any more yeah no, it's, yeah, I would agree with that. It is different. It's different because I've, I've been with Bubby since birth. Like we, right. um, he was placed with us from birth and we still have a great relationship with his birth mom and see her and we don't have any contact with um, the eldest birth mom because it's that situation was a closed adoption. And then Sissy sees her um, birth mom. Uh, we believe more than um, should be because like there's boundaries with adoption and mm-hmm. we believe that it's not okay for an adoptee to be babysat by the um, biological parent in some situations because you just never know. Like you can trust them and you just never know. And mm-hmm. like with our situation, I trust Birdie, like a hundred percent. I trust her, but like her extended family, like some of that situation that they put us through, through the whole thing, like, because of that, I just wouldn't trust that situation for it. Like, right. She can see him anytime, and I, she knows that we love her and the whole situation, but, and I know she would understand, like, that's the cause of it because of everything we've been through. We just won't have that happen, and, and there's boundaries that have to be set, and a lot of adoptive families understand, will understand what I'm talking about when you say sometimes people cross boundaries and you have to reset them, and with sissies, mm-hmm birth family it just feels like not the family but her birth mom it just feels like it's a little more than it should be and we don't want to maintain that and we think that if she sees her and writes letters and whatever that's okay too and if she were to live here like she could see her like that's fine but we're not going to maintain that relationship because like I shouldn't say we don't want to maintain it but if she wanted to then... I don't know I just yeah you just difficult. won't maintain it the way it's currently going yeah. Exactly. Like there's just the boundaries have to be set so that both understand those boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and currently they're just not what we're comfortable with, but doesn't mean that they can't be in a comfortable place where a sissy could see her more often. But I don't believe that babysitting <laughs> being babysat by her biological mom is okay, but that's just my, my understanding. So I don't know, maybe it'll be different down the road and maybe, you know, I mean, when Bub's older, if he wants to go with her, like, that's fine. But when he's little, it's totally different, right? Like, it's like with your own kids. Like, there's some people you'll trust and there's just some people you won't. Like, yeah, yeah. You have those boundaries with even grandparents or aunts and uncles or whatever it is. Like, there's always boundaries yeah. with everyone. So, yeah. Well, TJ has that with Dixie. When we leave town, if my parents can't watch her, we don't go. Right. Because he only wants her with my parents, even though, like, She'd be fine with my brothers or my cousin. Mm -hmm. It's just like at 
my parents' house, she's spoiled and she's, you know, the right. only dog. And my mom's right. going to watch her as if she were a two-year-old child, you right. know? Right. So that's what he wants and that's his boundary and that's what we do. Right. And it's important to have those boundaries and to have those relationships. And I feel like every person you come in contact with, you're going to have to have those specific boundaries with and we definitely, with her, have them, and with both, you know, both of them we do. But it's a fight to keep them, to make sure they're respected. Yeah, it's a fight to mm-hmm. keep them, to make sure that they're respected with his ex-wife. So I was mm-hmm. talking about how Sissy, her relationship with her birth mom. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think it's healthy to... I don't know. It, I don't. I don't think it's. I. I don't think it's. It could be healthy. But I know the. I know her birth mom well enough to know that there are. First of all. Um. It bothers me that. That she calls herself, and that sissy calls her, and that my ex calls her, birth mom, uh, another mother, right? Because while she while that's while that is true, she hasn't done any of the work actually, right? Earth to qualify her as her mother, and and uh, so that that's the biggest thing, right? Is that she hasn't really done any of any of the you know any of the actual raising of a child to to or raising of of our daughter to to call her to be able to say that she's her mother, right? And and uh, I think that's one of the reasons I'm one of the biggest reasons I'm uncomfortable with with that. The other is that that the role of mother is so important. Why would you want to like? Why would you want to like diminish it by saying, "Oh, there's another person that that has that title just by right of giving birth"? I don't. I I don't know. I have a lot of feelings and thoughts on that subject. No, I, I think I'm team JJ on this because it doesn't matter if the baby comes out of you or not. That's not what makes you a mother. And a lot of women think that that's what makes you a mom. Like you're not a mom unless you've given birth. Well, guess what? Kudos to your ex-wife and kudos to Cassie because they are the mothers of these children, not their biological mothers. Right. Yeah. But but I'm still team Cassie. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean but it's it's the same thing like with Bub's bio mom like yes she gave birth to him but she is not his mom she's not the one that takes care of him every day not the one that worries whether or not he's being taken care of not the one that's cleaning his puke at 3 a.m right I mean <laughs> yeah and I think I think that there's I mean I think she still worries about him. I still think that there's always going to consistently be that because she, I mean, she did give birth and she did place him with us. And so I think for me, it's a little bit different perspective that way. Cause I think that she is the birth mother. And so she's a mother in that perspective mm-hmm. and she will always be his birth mother. And that's why, I mean, we don't, he's not going to call her mom. I mean, maybe he will eventually, but that's why we gave her an endearing, nickname because she's she's birdie she's our we love her so 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 much but i'm his mom right like we just don't want to confuse him in that role and 
little kids just have so much to have to worry about that I feel like, yeah, she'll always be his mother that way. Like, I obviously never. But he will, I mean, she'll always be his mother. His birth she mother. will always be his birth mother. You yeah, will always be his mom. There yeah. is a difference. Yeah. 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 It doesn't take away from the birth mother, you know, no. part of it, but it right. gives you the credit where credit is due. Right. Right. And that's a big thing. And I know in the adoption community, I may be harassed for that, but I, I feel like birth mothers have so much love to give as well. And we, I don't ever want to diminish their roles in everything they've ever done. But yeah. I think that when it comes to, to that, they'll always, they'll always be there. It's their, it's their babies as well. Like they place them, but mm-hmm. we'll be their mamas. Like we're still the mama as well. Like you said. So, yeah. 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 And I, I think that a lot of people have different relationships, like in the adoption community, like some adoptions, like with, you know, with the eldest, we'll say Maverick. <laughs> I got, I said his name earlier, but we, um, he doesn't have any contact with her and you can see the difference, the difference in how the relationship works. And that's why we're very open to open adoption and we're open to semi open adoption because like they need to have those, those mothers around those birth mothers and have that relationship with the fathers and the family because they kind of lose, um, I mean, they lose that family when they're, they place, but also like they just need that connection still, no matter who they are raised by. Well, yeah. So dude, dude acts, he, he, in a roundabout way, in his 15 year old kid way, asks where he came from, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, so his, my ex wife did a, a DNA test through, I don't remember if it was Ancestry or 23andMe. We came back and said he was sixty percent French, so that's a focus of his. He a, he a that's grasps a, a lot. Yeah, that way he needs he needs a connection. Mm-hmm. So he's got that. That's that's really all he has. He doesn't ask much about about his birth family or anything. On occasion he does, but most of the time he's pretty quiet about it. But that one thing is is something that he he has to hold on to, and he needs mm-hmm. it. He needs something to to. Um, even though he jokes about, he'll joke about how he inherited things from me or from Cassie. <laughs> yeah. He still, he still needs that that connection, that um, other sense of he belongs. I don't know. Sure. I know what <laughs> you mean. Um, so free to answer as much or as little of this as you want, but what? What do you know, you and your ex-wife know about his biological parents? Do you know anything like that you could give him or share with him to kind of help him find that, that piece of himself? I knew her for 10 hours. I knew his birth mom for 10 hours. Um, and she's, she very specifically said no contact. And, and Andy's, um, so JJ's ex, um, JJ's ex did try to seek her out and, you know, contacted a bunch of different attorneys and found out. And then she wrote a letter back saying, I don't want contact with him. Do not contact me again. Like the police will be involved if you try to contact me again. And so it's been very like, okay, 
Like when you're 18, it's your right to go find out what you want to find out. Mm -hmm. And that way, but we don't, we don't know anything other than that. And for a long time, it was, it it had always been, no, he has zero interest. Mm -hmm. Recently, it's been like, eh, maybe, but I don't. Maybe, but they're not going to replace anything that you guys have he's given like, me. Right? Yeah, he's like, he's always like, but you're my parents. Like, that's not going to replace who you are. And I know a lot of adoptees I've heard have, you know, I mean, I know they have big feelings about it and they have different issues with their adoptive parents or whatever through the situations that have been placed in. But I'm just so grateful that he feels that way with us, that he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. You guys are my parents. Yeah, It's probably gives you guys a lot of credit, too, because you know, like you're enough for him, mm-hmm. like not for the others if they do have contact, but like for him to like be okay with it and whatever. I mean, I think it speaks to his maturity and yeah. also his relationship with both of you. Yeah, definitely. That, I mean, that definitely is what it is. He, we have really good relationship with him. I mean, he's a teenager. He's kind of a ding dong sometimes and makes ding dong choices, but like we still love him regardless. And I know that his, his mom in Idaho loves him regardless of whatever happens. And, and he doesn't think so, but we try to, you know, and with Sissy, I, I've met her birth mom once and, I mean, that was during a, that was during the Olivia, a sissy's baptism. <laughs> I know I keep saying his name. I'm trying not to, uh, but like, <laughs> um, so it, it was really confrontational though, because she had told JJ like, well, I wish I, I could see him more often, but you had to move away and it was a whole thing. And then his ex got involved and, and it was a whole thing. And we're like, that's not how we wanted that relationship to work out at all like we would love to have contact with her but like we said we're gonna let his ex-wife manage that relationship because there's just so much involved in it Mm -hmm. so and then with Bubby like we have a great relationship with his birth mom and we love and adore her and and whoever you know we do want to adopt again and whatever relationship happens with that we'll respect and adore and have boundaries with that as well like it's just something that happens and I don't know. It's it's interesting. So, but yeah, adoption's great, and being <laughs> a mom is great, and it's it's all in the same as being a mother. Like it, you're a mom, regardless of of what how you, you are there, or yeah. how you got there or how you're getting there. Like you're a mom, regardless. And a lot of people don't think that stepmoms are moms, and it really bothers me because I'm like yes we are we're the ones that are still up at 3 a.m picking up you know puke off the ground or scrubbing out of the couch or you know yeah. picking up you know going to baseball games or staying up late doing homework or like yeah. we're, the ones, we're the ones doing those things still and and we're not it's not we're not going to diminish any of that and it's like the quote you know I had said that I sent you um that I said, I said, don't let others downsize your importance or ability to change the world. You, my darling, are changing the world when raising caring, kind, and loving humans that will fill the world. I completely like agree with what I said. Like, it doesn't diminish anything that anybody says to you. Like, don't let anybody else downsize 
or diminish anything that you do or the importance of what you do because you are a mother and you do important things and you will change the world with with these kids like they're our future it's so funny because i always think of the we are the world song mm. <laughs> from <laughs> like michael jackson and Winnie cassie Kirsten. you're dating yourself <laughs> yeah, you know, you know look i was like yeah. in kindergarten when that came out so. <laughs> oh i think i was like nine do you know what i tell our kids about like a mom and father mom and dad dynamic when it comes to like the household and life it's kind of silly and simple but mom runs the castle dad keeps it safe oh i love that that's it so when the kids have some shit to say about something that's going on the house i'm like this is her castle she runs this place i just make sure nobody nobody comes into it and hurts you that's really my my role as the way i see it is i keep the castle safe she runs this bitch yeah oh yeah I actually really like that a lot. That gives me a lot of perspective. I'm, we're not typically, as far as gender roles go, we're not like traditional, right? Um, and in my family in general, my older sister or my younger sister and her husband, they're really kind of reversed. He's really, they both work, but she's really kind of the disciplinarian and he's like the homemaker. Like he, he cooks and cleans and- he makes some good food though. He, he's a good cook, <laughs> but, but it worked for them. But I actually like- so when when people talk about traditional roles, I'm just like, ah, I don't know how I feel, but I like what you said. That actually gives a good gives me a good perspective um, about what I'm actually supposed to do. <laughs> well, and so that's just the way it's it meant. Yeah. But whoever runs the castle, that's what they do. The other person yeah. protects it. It doesn't matter yeah. who it is. Let's put yeah. it that way. Exactly. I love that too. I love I like that so much. That's really good. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> the the like kids it. do call it Jenna's house. It's not dad's house or dad and Jenna's house. It's Jenna's house. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Who... That gets up in the middle of the night when there's a, a noise, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have that. We have critters <laughs> outside. So that makes so much sense. It's, there's and a reason why the queen is is most protected on a chessboard. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't lose the game until you lose the, lose the queen. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That's very, that's 100% true. Well, we have loved talking with you guys. Um, this has been fun. We're definitely going to have to do like a part two, three, four, five. Like <laughs> Anytime. Weekly if you guys want. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to come uh, on anytime. Thank you. Uh, go ahead and give us your handles again for Instagram, and then I'll link them in the show notes. Shout it out. Yeah, we're um, at Love the Bargers on Instagram. So, oh, I love the bar- yeah, mm-hmm. Love the Bargers, <laughs> and we are we're in the process of trying to adopt. So, if you hear anybody <laughs> wanting again? to play- Sheesh, you guys are relentless. I got you, girl. <laughs> We got a couple here. I mean, are you okay with like? I love. We love certified pre-owned or. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, we we love doing things with our, you know, our sons' kids, sons' kids, our kids' friends. Our house is the place to be. So we anybody can come over. Just come on over. Just bring them down. (laughs) That's so fun. You guys sound like you have really big hearts and. I think you're doing an amazing job. 
And I think Thank you should you. keep doing what you're doing. Thank okay. you. Believe in what you're doing and, and don't ever second guess it, especially when it comes from a place of love and empathy and support and nurturing. Yeah. Never yeah. second guess that. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. You guys too. Like it's a hard road. And thank you. Someday we'll time. be retired and we'll meet in Tahiti. Yes. <laughs> hey, down with that. Down with that. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much again. And um, Cassie, you know, I'll probably talk to you later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marco Polo, shout out to Marco Polo. <laughs> my phone number. I'm not going to do that Marco Polo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.